You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode number 70 of the Savvy Social Podcast. So excited to talk to you today about planning your social media posts. But as always, I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling, reporting, doing all the things on social media. You can try them out for yourself for free today by going to socialreport.com. Now, for those of you who are new to my world, I've been doing quite a few um, podcasting events and I've gotten some new subscribers. So I want to take this moment to also invite you to check out my free course. We're going to talk about planning your social media posts today, but the course goes into detail for how to create a social media strategy. It really outlines the framework that I teach inside of the Savvy Social School. So you can sign up for that course for free by going to onlinedrea.com slash free, and the link will be in the show notes. All right, so let's talk about planning your social media posts. I think a lot of us open up our app, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and then we just start typing. And that's our that's all that goes into planning our posts. And, you know, that's okay for a pro-level person. But for a lot of beginners, we our minds go blank. We don't know what to write. And I like to use the analogy of working out. So I don't know about you guys, but when I first walked into the gym, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, I don't even know what to do. Now, I'm not a huge like gym person to begin with. So like all of the machines really confused me. And I'm looking at all of these really buff people like CrossFitters working out, doing their thing. And I'm like, I want muscles on muscles like they do. Um, but, you know, I can't just run up to those hundred pound weights and start lifting them. I got to start with the five to 10 pound weights. So today we're going to talk about really the five to 10 pound weight version of creating social media posts. Okay. Okay. Now remember, choose one platform to start. So don't go on all the platforms. Don't be on all of the platforms when you're starting out. This is like literally going to the gym and trying all of the weight machines on day one with all of the heavy weights. You don't want to do that. So what we're going to start off with is just one platform. So choose your platform, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and have that your focus. Now, when you're looking at social media posts and you're trying to decide how often you should even be posting on social media, my best piece of advice is to stick to a one-hour increment of time. So set aside one hour a week to create your social media posts. And I'll get into what those posts could look like in a minute. But within that hour, you want to give yourself that time. This is your five-pound weight. This is your 10-pound weight, okay? One hour. So in that one hour, you may only be able to get two posts done. That's great. Some people can get seven posts done within that hour. Uh, When I'm looking at most of my team, for instance, when we're creating our content for our clients, an hour is about five to seven posts, okay? So that's typically what we'll do, five to seven posts within that hour. So give yourself an hour and whatever you create within that hour, that's what you create. 
Now, in order to maximize your time within that hour, you kind of want to set yourself up for success. So to set yourself up, we're going to start with our five pillars of content. So the five pillars of content will really help you outline your posts. Now, the first pillar is that promotional content. This is you selling your product or service. This is you trying to get people to sign up for your email list. This is you trying to get people to sign up for your free course. This is you um, trying to get people to sign up for a consultation call. This is you asking for something. Now, you'll notice I said five pillars, and this is just one. So for a lot of us, this is a really good balance. One out of every five posts, we're promoting something. My caveat is there are some brands that just do way better with promotion. The only way you can know that is testing. One of our clients right now, for instance, every time we promote the product, we get an amazing response. People are commenting, they're liking, they're sharing. They love this product. When we try to post something educational or entertaining, it flops. So sometimes promoting isn't everything. I mean, you've got to test it out for yourself. Sometimes the promotional content works really well. Um, Sometimes it doesn't. But you've got to give yourself that balance to start. So pillar one, promotional content. Pillar two is educational content. So this is content that teaches your audience something. And this is really your opportunity to showcase your expertise. This is your opportunity to show, hey, I know what the heck I'm talking about. Okay. So I like to use this as like a tip of the day, a did you know, a fun fact, really share what you know. All right, third pillar is your community pillar. And this is really showcasing that you're part of something bigger. This is bigger than you. You didn't come up with this problem all on your own. There are other people talking about it. So share some articles from your community. Talk about events that are happening and talk about trending news and things that relate to what you do. So for example, if you are a graphic designer, that's what you do. You're promoting your stuff. You're talking in an educational way, but you also want to share something that's happening in the community, you may want to talk about maybe a recent social media change. You may want to talk about recent website updates. So um, things that are happening in the news, things that your audience may need to know, they're turning to you, yes, to be a source of information, but also to share things to show that this is bigger than you. All right. So Pillar number four is your entertaining content. Listen, we don't always sign on to Instagram to be sold to. We don't always log into LinkedIn hoping to find something to buy. We're not logging into Facebook waiting for an ad, okay? Honestly, most of us are here to be entertained. So try to find some way to add some entertaining content. I mean, you can do this by posting some behind the scenes content that works really well. You can try sharing some um, some memes or comic strips or, you know, something funny. You know, keep it lighthearted. It's not all serious all the time. Now, this does depend on your brand. So really try to keep it balanced, okay? So you'll know where your comfort level is at. But if you can post something entertaining, this works really well on social media. The last pillar is the engaging pillar. So this pillar purely exists to get people used to engaging with your content. The algorithms love it when people like and comment and share and save your content. So you really want to have places for them to do that. Oftentimes, it's not the promotional content, okay? So you have to add in something engaging. So I like to use quotes for this, just an inspirational quote, a funny quote could even work here. Um, I also like to use controversial 
um, topic. So something where people will likely disagree with you or strongly agree with you. Um, really encouraging people to like, to comment, to share. And you can really use questions here. I love a good question of the day. Um, you have to be careful with some platforms. Um, we used to be able to say, you know, comment below if or like this photo if. But, you know, some of the um, platforms like Facebook and, and Instagram, they're starting to not like that wording. So literally just asking a question um, will prompt people to respond. They'll literally want to respond in their brain. And one of the ways I like to do this is give them the answers. So for instance, a this or that post, are you a tea person or a coffee person? Do you prefer cats or dogs? Or you can do it as um, a, a quiz almost, like an A, B, C, or D option. So which one relates to you? Um, do you prefer Starbucks, Tim Hortons, or other? You know, give people a few options because our brains naturally fill in our what our response would be in a lot of people like the silliness of it, um, or they just like, you know, sharing their opinion. Everyone's got one, and we all love sharing it. Okay, so just to recap, the five pillars are promotional, entertaining, educational, community, and engaging content. So outline your content pillars, what they would be like for you, and then create designs for each content pillar. Now, this is really for those brands that aren't photography focused. So if you have a lot of pictures of yourself or if you post a lot of pictures of your product, you may not need to design uh, an image for every single pillar, but maybe you need some, like maybe your quote posts need a design. Go ahead and set yourself up for success and design what that would look like now. If you want, you can give yourself a few options. So maybe one's, you know, white, one's black, whatever you want to do, but really create those designs now. So you've got your content pillars, you've got designs that match each pillar. So when you sit down for your posting, half of the work's already done for you, okay? So you know what you're going to post, you know what it's going to look like, now you just need to assign it to a day. And I do like to do this ahead of time as well. So, you know, promotional content will go on Mondays, um, educational content will go on Tuesdays, community content will go on Wednesdays. And I'll literally outline it like that for myself and for my clients so that there's no confusion about what goes where. And this will really help that hour a week that you spend on posting that content. This will help that hour a week go by so much faster because you don't have to think about what to do. You don't have to um, spend time deciding you are implementing. Now, another um, step to this is really outlining a more fuller content calendar. And we're actually working on this this month in the Savvy Social School. So this month's live training in the Savvy Social School is all about planning out our next year. So I'm working on planning out my 2020 and I'm going to share my content calendar with you guys so you can see what it looks like. You can do this a month at a time or a year at a time. I kind of like doing a year or at least quarterly. This is not actually writing out the posts, but really planning ahead. So we're assigning ourselves um, important dates. So if there are things that are really important to your industry, you want to make sure to have those outlined. Um, you can plan any giveaways or promotions. Like for instance, I know in January, I'm doing a LinkedIn challenge. Um, in August, I'm doing my uh, engagement challenge. I mean, those are things that I do every single year. So I have those those blocked off. Um, and then you want to fill in the rest of your days with your content pillars. So if you have, you know, a 
Valentine's Day sale and you know that you're going to be doing some content around that, okay, you can just block off that week for the Valentine's Day sale. And then the next week, you're back to your content pillars. So really creating that content calendar will help you kind of look ahead a little bit and plan out a little farther in advance. If you want more information on how to plan out your year, We're working on this together in the Savvy Social School. Go to SavvySocialSchool.com to sign up. It's $57 a month, pay-as-you-go membership site, okay? There's no contracts. You're not locked in. You can literally just come in for this one month for this one class if you want to. But there's dozens of other classes in there. There's um, literally hundreds of video trainings. I've got done-for-you posts in there for you, copy-and-paste captions. It's really a lot that's in the school, so check us out. All right, so let's say you've already planned on your spending an hour a week, you've got your content pillars, you've got your designs ready to go for each pillar, you've got important dates blocked off and giveaways and promotions. So now it's time to actually plan this content. So sit down for your hour, and I like to do this on Fridays for the next week, and write out your posts. Now, you can just write it in a Google Doc if you want. Um, One of the things we're working on internally as well right now with my business is using Airtable. And again, I'm going to show you this. If you're in the Savvy Social School, you'll get a sneak peek at how we're doing this. Um, So you can use a planning tool. It's basically a really fancy spreadsheet that's freaking awesome. I love it. Um, So we're using Airtable. And I'll put a link to Airtable in the um, show notes. Um, It's actually free. A lot of their free options are really robust. And if you're really interested in Airtable, my good friend Lainey has a course on Airtable that's just fantastic. Um, So I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Um, So you can use a a plain old Google Doc, you can use a spreadsheet, you can use Airtable, or you can use a scheduling tool. Now, a question I get a lot is what scheduling tool you should use. And you guys know I love working with Social Report. I've been working with them for the past 10 months and really enjoyed that relationship. But it's a lot. It can be a lot to get into a scheduling tool like that. So there's a few things you want to consider when you're looking at scheduling tools and you're wondering, is this the right tool for me? The first thing you want to look at is integration. Does it have your platform of choice, the platform that you chose to engage on, you're choosing to hang out on? So if you've chosen Instagram, for instance, does this tool have Instagram capabilities? If you've chosen LinkedIn, does it have LinkedIn capabilities? So that's the first question you want to start with is, does it integrate with your platform of choice? Next, you want to look at cost. And I know cost is a huge, huge factor for a lot of us, and there are quite a few free tools out there. My personal favorite right now for free tools is later.com, L-A-T-E-R.com, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. It's free 99. Um, that's free, and I really like the free option. It doesn't have a lot of features, I'll tell you that, but you can schedule posts, okay? And you can schedule up to 30 posts at a time. You can connect up to, I think, two platforms. Um, So if you want to do Instagram, it it really is Instagram-focused, and so it's a really great option to start with. Um, 
Now look at the paid options as well for more features. So you may have to do a lot of things manually with these free tools. They don't do everything. If you want to start connecting more platforms, you're getting into more paid features. Um, so consider that when you're looking at a lot of these tools. Um, if you want to plan out, like one of my students, for instance, plan posts out for the entire year. He actually wrote all of his captions for the year. A lot of free tools won't let you go past 30 days. Okay, So you may want to consider that as you're looking into a paid tool. All right, next up, when you're looking at scheduling tools, you want to look at functionality. This is one people often miss, and I think it's one of the most important ones. Does this tool work with how your brain works? There are some tools I've signed up for, and um, I'll throw one under the bus, Hootsuite. (laughs) Something about it is just a little too complicated. Like, it Like a lot of people love it. And don't get me wrong, I used it for years in the agency side because it was one of the only options at the time that did everything. Um, But there's something about it that's just not as intuitive. And so for me, when I look at it, I go, it's not worth it because the functionality just doesn't work with how my brain works. I like a good calendar, you guys. I like to see the post laid out as a calendar. I like to be able to drag and drop and rearrange. And I like to have things very sectioned off because we work with so many different clients. I don't want to accidentally see client A while I'm working on client B's projects. So for me, functionality is a huge one. So a lot of these tools have free trials. I would suggest just giving it a shot, giving it a try and see if it works with how your brain works. And then the last thing you want to consider when you're looking at the right scheduling tool for planning out your social media posts is your future needs and growth. So switching between tools can be a pain sometimes. So make sure that the tool is growing with you. I like to choose a tool that's updating constantly. Um, You know, they have a lot of functions and features. Their uh, customer service is very responsive. I know that they're going to be adding things coming up. And so those are the kind of tools that I like to look at, things that have a lot of functionality that will grow with me. So for instance, if I'm starting out on Instagram, but I know that I want to add in LinkedIn later, then I'm going to look at a scheduling tool that also has LinkedIn scheduling because those are going to be my platforms and I know that's where I'm going to start. All right. So you should be uh, ready to start planning out your social media posts for the new year. I really challenge you to send me a direct message on Instagram. I'm at online Drea and let me know which part of this show resonated with you. I'd really love to know if you have any questions about planning out your social media posts or if anything in here was an aha moment um, that will really help me craft some of the content as we go into next year. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.